LT, my friend, it's almost upon us. The last ever wellness summit in Melbourne. The last one ever? Well, definitely the last one for at least two years, LT. That's right, this year's wellness summit will be the last one for the foreseeable future in Melbourne. It will be the biggest, the greatest, the most inspiring, the most empowering summit that you've ever seen. The last one in Melbourne? That's right, LT. That's ridiculous. I can't believe my ears. But I guess if that's the case, then let's go to thewellnesssummit.com if you want to enter the code FINALMELBOURNE16. That's FINALMELBOURNE16 to get $100 off your regular price tickets. You get to enjoy two days of food, movement, and mindset on September 10th and 11th at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Center. Hey, LT, did we say it's the last one? It's the last one in Melbourne. Oh, good. All right. I'm glad we told them. Hey, go to www.thewellnesssummit.com. Enter those codes. Save some money. See you at the summit. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to The Healthy Shift Worker with your host, Audra Starkey. Hello and welcome to The Healthy Shift Worker podcast. My name is Audra Starkey and I'm here to help you to manage some of the toughest challenges we face whilst working 24-7. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking all about healthy vending machines in the workplace. And yes, there is such a thing. Um, and to talk more about this important topic, I've got Danny Stalling from Brisbane as our guest speaker today. Danny is a co-founder of All Real Food, a self-service cafe or vending machine, which is stocked to the brim full of healthy food that nourishes the body and just tastes delicious. So to tell us more about these healthy vending machines, which are being strategically located in workplaces all over Brisbane at the moment, I'd like to give a warm, healthy shift worker welcome to Danny. Hi, Audra. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Great to be here. Fantastic. Look, I'm um, I'm just a tad bit excited to have you on the podcast today, Danny, because <laughs> I did, I, I honestly, I first saw your vending machines at the Real Food Revolution down on the Gold Coast last year. Oh, you were one of the first people to see them. Oh, was it? Was that the brand yes. new release? Oh. That was the first time it was ever released. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah, when I saw it, I just thought, wow. And um, and then I have to say all my Christmases came at once when I saw one being installed on my university campus at yes. the Endeavour College of Natural Health. Yeah, you guys are very, 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 very good shoppers. We love you guys over there. I'm sure. And, and you really get all the food that we're doing. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I'm sure there's many pl- times that we um, we run out because you've, you've definitely hit the right market with nu- nutrition and naturopath students. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but before we get into the nitty gritty of questions, I just want to mention um, that as shift workers, we are notorious uh, for eating all of the wrong foods, that being highly refined and processed foods because we often feel so tired and exhausted from ongoing sleep deprivation that we just we just can't be bothered to cook. Um, in fact, in my former workplace at Qantas, where I was based at the airport, right outside our offices, I'm not sure if they're still there, but there was a Krispy Kreme donut shop. No. <laughs> I know exactly where that is in the airport, actually. Oh, it's still there? <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, and as we, you know, both know that both know that's um certainly full of very unhealthy trans fats. And I used to cringe every time I walked into our offices and and seeing some of my workmates, you know, go and get their coffee and Krispy Kreme. And I just, oh, yeah. So um, when I first saw your when I saw your machines, I I thought I know the perfect spot to put one of those. 
Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And that's exactly why we're here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. A different option. Yeah. So to begin the interview, I guess, um, Danny, I'd really like to, I'm a bit curious to hear all about you and what made you decide to set up these vending machines. You know, have you always eaten healthy? Were you prone to food tolerances or allergies? You know, what, what led you down this path? So I guess my health food journey started a very, very long time ago when I was little. Um, and I had a very health conscious mother that tried to give me absolutely everything healthy. So we ate tofu, we ate um, raw milk, which is good, I think. Um, but basically everything I ate had to be healthy. I got sent to birthday parties with my own muesli bars instead of being able to eat what all the other kids were eating. Oh, wow. So yeah. it, my, my health food journey didn't start as a very good one. Everything I ate was tasted absolutely awful. And I actually just hated eating. Like dinner time was just a nightmare absolutely every night. So I did this for about 18 years. And by the time I left home, I decided I'm just going to eat whatever I want, obviously, because I was all by myself. Mm. So I ate, I was um, at university back then, and we just ate whatever we wanted anytime. And obviously, it wasn't very healthy. So I did this for about five years. And my philosophy was, if it tastes good, it must be good for me. And I think that's a really, really important part of eating healthy. Mm. Don't eat what doesn't taste good, because you're not going to enjoy it. And it's not going to be good for you. So we've carried this philosophy into our um, into our business today. Um, so after about five years of being at uni, traveling a lot, after uni I, um, I had a job where I traveled a lot for work, in and out of airports all the time, I'm sure you can relate, <laughs> and really just, um, yeah, didn't have any op- opportunities to eat healthy. And I was actually sitting in a Qantas lounge and I read an article by um, Kimberly Snyder about, um, it was actually a raw food article, but about green smoothies and how it changed her life and all of that. And I've always obviously you know, growing up with that health conscious attitude, wanted to eat healthy, but I, it never really made sense to me. I couldn't understand why anyone would, would want to eat horrible tasting food. Wow, okay, so yeah. After reading that article, I did a lot of research and I actually studied um, through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, mm-hmm. which is a, um, an online course in New York. And you basically study absolutely every every healthy eating philosophy. You study paleo, you study Atkins diet, you study... Um, raw food, vegetarian, vegan, absolutely everything through all these amazing speakers. And after that, my healthy eating philosophy completely changed. And it went, I, I took away three things. And one of those was all of the, all of every diet has one thing in common. And that comes down to eating real food, cutting out processed food, cutting out sugar, and just eating basic food like our grandmothers ate 80 mm. years. So that's what we're all about. Just cutting out the crap and eating real food. The second thing I learned, and I've, I'm still learning from speaking to, you know, lots of people, lots of friends, is that everyone's different. So some people don't want to eat meat, and that's absolutely fine. Some people can't eat grains. That's why the paleo diets become so popular, is that because grains and dairy are the two hardest things to digest. Mm-hmm. And not everyone can digest them because they have compromised digestive systems through years and years and years of unhealthy eating. So through uh, through this Um, business we want to provide everyone with real food and we want to provide everyone with food that suits their body type so if you want to be vegan that's great if you want to be vegetarian that's fine if you can't digest grains that's fine if you can't eat dairy that's fine too we've got a solution for you so i love that well done yeah sorry that's, that's how this business started and then i guess through um Mark and I, my business partner, used to work together in IT and through traveling, we just wanted to make healthy food 
available to everyone, as available as Hungry Jacks and McDonald's. That's available everywhere. Mm. Well, you're, you're on your way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting there slowly. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're starting to pop up everywhere. That's yeah. um yeah that's fascinating and I love the way that you uh you cover all bases uh, for everyone's different you know dietary choices I, I really like that that's great so it, it is um you know it, it can suit a lot of people you you know you're covering well, lo- yeah I mean if you you know everyone wants to eat healthy well not everyone wants to eat healthy but most people that do want to eat healthy want to eat what suits their body exactly and, yeah. and then also the second part of this business because um, obviously. My health journey was so long, you know, I had to study for a year to work out what healthy eating was. Like really no one, if you ask 10 different people what it means to eat healthy, you'll get probably 10 different answers. So um, a big part of this business was to educate people about what healthy eating is and how they can eat healthier and how they can understand and make sense of all these conflicting messages we're getting through marketing and supermarkets and everywhere. Um, so again, part of what you, you're doing with your um you know, your blog is something we want to do too. So people can understand firstly why they're eating healthy food when they are and how to continue that through, you know, the rest of their day when they're not at a vending machine. Mm, yeah, it's all about education. Yeah, yeah. De- definitely, definitely. So, yeah, so on our website we've also got it's what's called the Healthy Living Portal and we've got articles coming out every couple of days about, you know, salt, the truth about fats, why fats are good and fats are bad. Um, what's wrong with sugar? What what can they use instead of sugar? Um, so yeah, that's all there, and obviously being built on every single day. Great, sounds like an awesome resource for people to um, not only just go and get your food, but um, you know learn as well. So that's yeah. great. Yeah, I have to say, Danny, as a um, a nutritional medicine student, I am super impressed with the variety and quality of foods that you do have available in your uh, self service cafe. Um, which includes natural and organic ingredients. And they're even, you know, prepared in such a way to help provide the most nutritional value, you know, as, as it's mentioned on your site, you know, the grains yeah. are soaked, the nuts are activated and you yeah. even massage, you know, the kale. I'm, I'm just <laughs> Very I important. Yeah. I'm just really impressed with that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, look, it was a big learning curve for us. And it's really funny because at the end of the day, what tastes better is what, um, is what provides us with the most traditional value. So if you taste kale that hasn't been massaged, it doesn't taste very nice. It's really bitter. Mm. Whereas once it's been massaged, which my chef was absolutely amazed about because I, t- I told him, like, no, no, we need to massage the kale. He's like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, once you massage it, it gets rid of all that like really hard bitter stuff that you don't want to eat and it tastes really sweet. And we get so many comments about how delicious people don't eat that don't eat kale that don't like it, how delicious our kale is in the superfood salad or the kale seeds or whatever it is that they're eating. Yeah, when you kind of chuck it in a smoothie raw, it's like. Yeah, no, you've got to massage it. <laughs> yeah it's been a good learning curve and obviously you know soaking the like it's interesting so um i don't know if you've tried our hummus but one of the one of the biggest feedback we get is how delicious our hummus is from people that don't even like hummus like why did you buy it if you don't like it but anyway (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah the trick is just soaking the chickpeas and it makes them so delicious and creamy and obviously they're a whole lot better for you and easier to digest yeah. Oh, you've swayed someone to the to the lamp, big wide world of hummus. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, that's good. So, what um for people that haven't seen your your um vending machines before, Danny, what what sort of um foods do you provide? You know, like have you got breakfast, lunch, you know, yeah, dinner, so what sort of things? We obviously have you got? try to provide. Being a twenty four hour seven solution, we try to provide food that people can eat at any time of the day. So we'll start off with breakfast. So we've got a range of breakfasts that cater to both vegan, vegetarian, paleo. Um, we've got a lot of dairy-free options. We use our own coconut yogurt, and then we've also got some dairy options too. Um, we then move on to some snacks. So we've got um, some mixed nuts. We've got um, sort of corn chips and dips, so guacamole, hummus. We've got uh, cheesy nacho salsa. Um, for lunch and dinner, we've got our salads and wraps, and we've also just launched our winter warmer range, which um, oh, great. Yeah, great. you probably haven't seen that yet. They're amazing. Mm. So we've got um, three different soups. We've got pastas, which is made with our quinoa brown rice gluten-free pasta. So with that, we've got spaghetti bolognese and cauliflower carbonara, which is amazing. Like you would never guess it was made of cauliflower. Mm. Um, and then we've also got some risottos. So all of those winter warmer meals, especially with the colder months now, um, they can be heated up in the microwave if you're at the hospital and don't have any access to um, a stove. Or you can just pop them in a frying pan and heat them up over the stove. I personally don't really like microwaves, but yes. when I'm stuck and there's no other option, it's a good it's a good solution. If you if you just let the um the meal rest for a minute after microwaving it, it gets rid of also all the um the radiation or whatever it is that the microwave does. Yeah, it's always going to be better option at the end of the day than having a you know a McDonald's or you know a greasy burger somewhere. So. You know. But yeah, I mean, you just do the best you can. If you can't heat it up on the stove, microwave's the next best option. Yeah. Um, so that those have been really popular through this cold spell we've been having in Brisbane, which doesn't happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've also, of course, got our range of healthy desserts, healthy guilt-free desserts. So um, these are made of um, basically nuts, dates, coconuts, seeds, so all the good healthy things. They're really, really small but pack a lot of punch, so you don't need to eat a lot. Um, ours come in little jars of you sort of get six or seven um, slices of carrot or um, squares of caramel slice or chocolate slice. And you can eat them throughout the day. So they're a really nice option to just have on your desk. And if you get a little bit packaged, have one or two. And then if you need a bit more, you can have the rest. Oh, jeepers. I haven't seen those. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm on a university break at the moment. I think I need just to go in just to visit your machine. (laughs) Well, we've only got drinks and snacks in there at the moment. Oh, okay. okay. We've got the raw desserts to keep them stocked up. And I think there's a few teachers been snacking on them. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Um. I'm just wondering if you um, uh, will ever look at um, doing a delivery to a house. I'm just thinking I could perhaps have one of your vending machines set up in my house. <laughs> I'm just getting hungry just talking to you. We do get a few requests for kitchen vending machines. That's but, it, uh, kitchen vending machine. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So how do they stay um, – how does the food manage to stay fresh and where do you source your ingredients from, Danny? Yep, so I'll start with the first one. So freshness is something we do get asked a lot about. So mm. obviously our philosophy is we don't use any preservatives, additives, anything to prolong the natural life awesome. of the food. Yeah, awesome. Um, so with the salads, um, the layering actually provides a lot of um, freshness. So because the, the, you know, the fresh spinach at the top doesn't touch the chicken at the bottom, it doesn't grow, grow soggy. It stays crispy and fresh. Mm-hmm. Um. And then to preserve things like we've got avocado in our salads, we've got um, fresh apple in the pulled pork, all we do is use cold-pressed lemon juice. So we actually squeeze that ourselves. We have tried using a purchased one, 100% pure lemon juice, but because they always are pasteurized, so heated to about 70 degrees, it actually kills any 
anything that's going to preserve anything. So we've actually found that the only way we can do it is by freshly squeezing the lemon juice ourselves. Okay. So that's what we do. Wow. (laughs) And it's amazing. You just squeeze a little bit of lemon juice on the avocado and it stays fresh for days. It doesn't get any oxidization. And the same with apples. So our salads have a shelf life of about five days and the lemon juice keeps the apples um, beautiful. No, you don't get any brownness um, for that five days. Good old um, whole foods, food is medicine. It absolutely <laughs> is. And you go, well, you know, everyone's like, oh, the true lemon stuff that you buy from the shop's exactly the same. Well, it's not. And, you know, if it's obviously not doing its job, the same thing it does when it's fresh, it's what's it doing to your body? Probably not that much or, you know, could have the adverse effects. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it really does. Like we're, we're always amazed by things like that. We discover things every day and it just really brings us back to why we're doing what we do. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so um, where we source our produce from, so we always try to source local. So we, um, we, we you know, we know a honey farmer out in Bow Desert um, and we get our honey exact, you know, straight from the hive the way it was meant to be, obviously not heated, not treated in any way. Um, all our fresh produce comes from um, local, local markets. Um, and, you know, we always try to support local Australian businesses where possible. We've got a fig person we're talking to at the moment. Um, about, she's got some lovely organic figs that just come from up the coast. Um, and, yeah, just basically as local as possible. And obviously our, you know, the ingredients need to be um, pure, no additives, um, all of that. So one thing we really love is our pasta. It doesn't come from Australia. Um, it's imported from the States, but it's got two ingredients. The ingredients are um, white quinoa and brown rice and water. And it's absolutely the best pasta. We serve it with all our pasta dishes and no one even complains that it's gluten-free. Because <laughs> so, they don't know. Well, they wouldn't know. They don't know. know, yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. So it's really, really good pasta. I've been using it for years personally. The brand's Olive Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, we just absolutely love their products. All their quinoa we use and it doesn't have any. So quinoa can have quite a lot of saponins and you have to wash it really well. This one doesn't have any. It's just absolutely beautiful. Obviously, we wash it and soak it and all of that, but it naturally just doesn't have them. Mm. Well, good find by the sound yeah, of that. It's yeah, it's really good. I've loved their product for years and years, so I was really happy to be set up with a wholesale account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even better still <laughs> for your own personal use, yeah. yeah. So you're obviously um, very environmentally conscious, I-, I notice as well, because you do provide utensils there uh, for yeah. people to use, and but they themselves are free of nasty chemicals and they're made from recycled ingredients. Can you tell us more about those? So obviously starting this business, um, we had to have a packaging that was – um, sort of as environmentally friendly as possible. We mm. can't bend glass. You generally can't have glass in a commercial kitchen. It's just too dangerous. One thing drops and your whole day's over. Yeah. Uh, so we've um, gone obviously with the BPA-free plastic, um, and we really wanted to make a jar that was um, both recyclable and something that was more than recyclable, so people could use it around the house. So a lot of people use their jars for like kids' toys planter boxes, um, you know, just storage around the house. In the office we use, we recycle them and put paper clips in them and um, pens and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it's really a balance between, um, you know, finding what's possible and what's available and doing the best with the resources available. Yeah, well, I mean, Um, I just like the way that you even offer, you know, them in that sort of package, you know, with the utensils as well. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, so our utensils, um, I think we use a, um, a biopack. So that's a corn-based um, plastic, which is really good. Unfortunately, that corn-based technology isn't available in jars at the moment. 
Um, so hopefully when that is available, we'll be able to also offer corn-based jars, which are reusable. And then we can also, um, with the corn-based stuff, you can um, compost it with an industrial composter and then that can go back to the farmers where we source our ingredients and it can be a, a nice cycle. Mm. So that's the long-term plan with the yeah. packaging, but, you know, some of those technologies aren't yet available in, in Australia. Yeah, look, you know, one step at a time. So that's right. <laughs> but obviously, we're always looking, you know, at the latest technology yep. when it comes to plastic. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Look, I noticed on your website, uh, Danny, that your vending machines are in hospitals, uh, shopping centres, and universities. And of course, um, thank you so much at my own university and Ever College yes. of Natural Health uh, in Brisbane. And But where else have you um, got plans in installing your machines? Yeah, so um, our next machine is actually opening next week and that's going to be at Nambour Hospital. Oh, um, Sunshine Coast, wonderful. Yes, Sunshine yeah. So we really, like for us, we get so much great feedback from the hospitals because obviously it's that really 24-7 location. Mm. You've got visitors, you've got um, doctors and nurses finishing surgery at 2, 3 in the morning and like you say, they don't have any food at home because they just don't have time to cook or shop. So um, for us, hospitals is, is a big priority. And we're trying to get into as many as we can. Um, and we also want to make this readily available for, you know, just anyone that doesn't want to go to a hospital to buy food. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're looking at more um, sort of central locations like New Farm um, in Brisbane anyway, um, New Farm, Newstead, um, and more, more CBD locations as well as some sort of retail precincts on the north and south side. So that's our plan at the moment. Um, we've also just launched another machine at – oh, we've got two more, more machines at, at fitness centres. So we've got Urban Climb and UQ Sport and Fitness Centre. So it's going to be sort of sport fitness, university, um, hospital and retail precincts are the, the areas we're focusing on at the moment. Wonderful. That's, uh, I think the hospital – I love the hospital idea because, yeah, hospitals are notorious for having, um, you know, very poor – uh, food choices available and, and yeah. that, you know, people are sick in there and they need yeah. you know they're really good nourishing foods um obviously the visitors and the staff as well so yeah and if someone has allergies like i've, I've mm. we, were, we were recently at the gluten-free festival and um or the expo and you know people with gluten-free could just couldn't eat anything mm. so you know 100 percent of our food's gluten-free um so yeah it's, mm. It's a, it's a good solution for them, and I really feel sorry for them. Oh, another location we're also talking to is um, some schools. Okay. So the, yeah. the gluten thing came up a lot with schools. A lot of kids that are gluten free just there's nothing for them to eat at the tuck shop because the tuck shop wouldn't isn't um, gluten free or has maybe one option. Um, so yeah, schools is another location we'd really like to get into. How about airports? Hint, hint. Yeah, it, it, we'd absolutely <laughs> love to get into airports. I've spoken to Brisbane Airport and um, oh, for them, okay. too much competition, but I'm still, I'm, we're still working on it. Oh, very, I would just, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, sorry, it, that, that is another location that I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one yeah, day, one day you, because, you'll get there. You know, people that work every day for work, they're in and out of airports, you know, two, three times a week at least, and I used to literally, I used to travel with a liter of goat yogurt in my bag, in my, in my hand luggage, because there was just nothing. And when I arrived, I often didn't have time to go to the shops. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah. I'd have, you know, a kilo of muesli 
a leader of goat yoga and at least I wouldn't starve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Maybe I need to um get a petition going or something for you to add it there. <laughs> you know, for the staff at least that I know. Yeah, um, well, that's another, you know, yeah. so many staff there, even just, um, yeah, even just in staff areas. Mm, yeah, it'd be great. Well, that's um, yeah, it's it's been really interesting, um, Danny. Um, but I, I, it's a slight change of topic to what we've just been talking about because I always, uh, I often like to ask my guests um, what their favourite travel destination is, just something <laughs> a little bit different, just to spice it up a bit. But obviously, you know, in the food, um, you know, arena that you that you're in, I'd love to know what your favourite cafe or restaurant is here in Brizzy. Oh, there's so many good ones. Um. Poor Poor Cafe in East Brisbane, Pineapple Express. I absolutely love the Cocoa Whip. <laughs> okay. Um, Mondo Organics is always a good one um, for special occasions. They do such good food. Everything's grass-fed, free-range. Um, but being from South Africa, do you know what I really, really miss is really good fish. And I just can't even – my mum's coming up next week and I can't even think where to take her to get some good seafood. <laughs> oh, Okay. Yeah, okay. so just really nice, you know, fresh fish, grilled, not deep fried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't um, actually think of anything off the top of my yeah. head either at the moment with that, yeah, from a restaurant perspective. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you do um, – oh, actually, down at um, – oh, it's more of a takeaway kind of thing. It's not as flash, but there is one down at East Brisbane. I just can't think of the name of it for the moment, but um, they've won quite a few awards actually. Really? Yeah, oh, fisherman something or other. Um, I'll just have to think about that one, and I'll get back to you. But it's yeah, it's um, it is beautiful um, fish, okay. but it's like it's not a fancy you know anywhere to no. eat anything, but it's good food. Yeah, it's really okay. really nice. So yeah, yeah. Maybe. But we're very lucky in Brisbane to have a good range of nice whole food restaurants where you can actually get good food. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Well, that's um, that's brilliant. That's um, you know, I've I've certainly uh, learnt a lot about your um, all real food mach- uh, vending machines, Danny. So, how can people find you if they're wanting to learn more about your machines? And you mentioned that you've got your blog yep. happening in the background. Yep. So our website obviously has all the information and is updated all the time. So that's just www.allrealfood.com.au. And then we're also active on Instagram and Facebook just to keep up with sort of day-to-day news, new menu items and that sort of thing. Um, If anyone has any questions, they're more than welcome to email us um, just to hello at allrealfood.com.au. Wonderful. Excellent. Well, that's brilliant. Well, thank you so very much for joining me today, uh, Danny. It's been great having you on the show and thank you for taking the, the initiative to create such healthy food options in workplaces, uh, schools, uh, all over Brisbane. And, and hopefully your machines will end up in you know workplaces all over Australia. I think that would be awesome. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Audrey. It was really great talking to you. And, yeah, thanks so much for finding us and supporting our business and letting everyone know about us. You're most welcome. You're most welcome. Well, that's it for today's edition of the Healthy Shift Worker podcast. I'd love to hear your feedback, and there are many ways you can do this via my Facebook page, The Healthy Shift Worker, through my website, healthyshiftworker.com, or you can visit The Wellness Couch at thewellnesscouch.com and leave a comment there. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to share it with other shift workers who you think may benefit. And you can also leave us a five-star rating in the iTunes store, which will help me to spread the healthy shift worker message to shift workers and organizations all around the world. 
If you'd like access to more free resources, including my newsletter, just visit my website, healthyshiftworker.com and enter your name and email address. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. Until next time, may you continue to be as healthy as you possibly can be, despite working 24-7. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.